Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. In college, if I was in the room, my politics killed the vibe. I wasn't down with anyone who wasn't profoundly conscious of the socioeconomic issues that impacted the global community, who wasn't discussing the historic wrongs against oppressed people everywhere. Anyone that smiled or laughed too easily was circumspect. I listened to Bob Marley. I read Fanon. I romanticized the 1960s. I was ready to lend my voice to any struggle that came along, even at the expense of my grades. I joined organizations on campus that addressed important issues. I was thrilled to debate and to organize. Frequently, I spoke out against police brutality, apartheid in South Africa, and the imprisonment of Mumia Abu-Jamal. My parents wanted to know What happened to their taciturn son? One evening, I saw a poster at a train stop in West Philadelphia announcing a meeting that very night on UPenn's campus. When I walked in, the dozen or so people in a circle ceased talking and glared my way. Can we help you? Yes, I'm here for the meeting. Oh, sorry. We are a whites-only student group fighting for the liberation of Black people. I turned around confused, thinking I was in a Ralph Ellison novel. That moment changed my outlook. I saw the humor in the satirical situation of not being welcome at a meeting that was meant to address the historic exclusion of Black people. I laughed and have since kept a light attitude alongside my committed sense of righteous indignation. Every day, people around the world are living through astonishing crises, both multi-generational and personal, vast and siloed. Today's poem speaks to the all-encompassing and leveling despair we carry when we are survivors or the descendants of survivors. Via Politica by Lulieta Leshenaku, translated by Ani Zika. I grew up in a big house where weakness and expressions of joy deserved punishment, and I was raised on the Via Politica with the grease of yesterday's glories, a thick grease collected under Arctic skies. I was lit up. My notebooks, my hair, my heart reeked of smoke. That's when we saw each other clearly, or rather, 
what remained of us. Damage like lottery numbers scratched away with a blade. How different we were. Those with round faces were righteous. Those with narrow faces were cautious. One listened secretly to Puccini, another to silence. The music's music. The oldest one declaimed monologues inside a ten-by-ten-foot cell he had built for himself. And the mysterious one simply had diabetes. But how similar we were in severe circumstances. Alarmed like a flock of magpies that the smallest stone sends into the sky toward the mouth of the abyss. Then it became obvious there wasn't enough space for everyone. We separated. Some went on living in via verbum, telling of what they knew, what they witnessed, and so, through their narrative, creating their own Greece. The others crossed over the ocean. And those in particular who went farthest away never speak of their annoying history of wretched survival, burying it in the darkest crevices on their being. Unfortunately, as with perfume, its scent lingers there for much, much longer. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram at Slowdown Show. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost to splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.